Hello and welcome to the Worst Movie Ever Made, an experimental movie podcast designed with one thing in mind, to find the worst movie ever made. I'm your host, Chris Ackman, joined by my co-host and fellow man scientist, Rob Scucci. Hey, Rob, how are you, and why are we doing this? I've had a migraine for like two days, and I've been really trying, trying to watch uh, Roadhouse. So <laughs> um, I was going to watch it last night, fell asleep at like, you know, I got like in bed at like 8 o'clock. And yeah, I woke up. It was like seven a.m. and then I had shit to do. <laughs> so I was, oh, like, I was just sitting down at noon watching this shit, and uh, I think we should just get into it because it's not good, and I think we have a lot of ground to cover. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, so bad reviews then. Yeah, let's do it. Jay Carr of the Boston Globe says, "Roadhouse is the kind of action movie whose rigging is so blatant that there can be no air of her- uh, heroism about it." Okay. Mike Clark of USA Today says. Ultimately, it's just too long and redundant, too violent and unpleasant, too stupid and full of itself. Yeah. That, that, that one's uh, dead on. Yeah, no, it's, that's entirely accurate. You got YouTube comments? Yeah, so here's the first one. The greatest movie ever made. <laughs> uh, we beg to differ. <laughs> look look uh, what podcast it's on. Yeah. Moving on to the second comment, which I agree with wholeheartedly. So the local police, county sheriff, the mayor, city and city councils, state ABC regulators, state attorney general, and jurisdictional courts don't exist in this movie's universe? <laughs> oh, man. That's uh, <laughs> definitely stealing my thunder. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I've got right now. All right. Uh, test number one, the worst of its kind. So what we do here is we get the critic scores for five different movies on Rotten Tomatoes. We compare the uh, average of those five movies to the Rotten Tomatoes critic score for the movie in question, in this case, uh, Roadhouse. Okay. The difference is our score. So right. let's get into test number one, the worst of its kind. Is this film the best of the worst or the worst of its kind? Yeah. All right. So the first one I have uh, written here is Demolition Man. You know anything about that one? Yeah, fucking ruled. I think we gave a high praise <laughs> for the score. We did. I mean, it sucked, but it was awesome. Uh, that's so obviously that's Stallone and Snipes. For those of yeah. you who don't know, go back a couple of episodes and listen because it's fucking awesome and we're great and it's funny and precise. Yeah. Sixty uh, percent. The Fugitive with Harrison Ford. That was a great movie. It was amazing. Did you know it got a ninety-six? I assume nineties, but like I, I assume like like you know ninety one, ninety two, but like they they tipped the they tipped into the A plus territory. So I'll oh, give they them that. they did, they yeah. did. Uh, Tombstone with uh, Kurt Russell and Sam Elliott. I say Sam Elliott, not uh, Bill Paxton or anyone else, because okay. um, he is in this movie. So a seventy four percent there. Okay. Tango and Cash, uh, Stallone again, and Kurt Russell again. A thirty percent. I've never seen it, but I'm thinking maybe we should watch it now. Remember that I say in that Gene Shalit clip a couple days ago when he's like, "Don't panic, room. I just want your tango in cash." <laughs> yes, I do remember that. Uh, Con Air with Cage. Okay, and then a whole bunch of other people. Uh, yeah. Fifty-six. Okay, so the average is sixty-three point two percent. You want to guess what Roadhouse got? Twelve. A thirty-nine. No. Yeah, thirty-nine. Uh, for a negative 24.2, but it is not the worst of its kind Tango and Cash was. We'll talk about it later, but I think there's a very specific demographic that kept that number higher than it should have been. I completely agree. I mean, even, there's probably even some critics. Um, yeah. Yeah, so. 
Um, okay, let's see. Let's move it on. Uh, well, it's yeah, I, I said already, but it's not the worst of its kind, so I, I wrote that in as well. Uh, test okay. number two, the plot pitch. Okay. So Rob takes on the part of a major movie producer, um, and I act like a guy in the elevator uh, pitching it to him. If he will make it, we will record that, and then he's going to give me a star grade as well. Yes. Let's do test number two, the plot pitch. Hey, God, hey, man. Hey, what? You want to hear my movie idea? No! You have a dive bar you need whipped into shape? Patrick Swayze is your man. He plays Dalton, the bouncer everyone knows, and the right guy to call when you have this issue. Sure, maybe Dalton is artfully dodging his rap sheet with that whole throat murder thing Mm -hmm. he allegedly did, or whatever, but in this universe, no one is ever held accountable by law enforcement for anything. Take Brad Wesley, for example. Wesley runs the new Dalton destination with an iron fist, paying off the cops, charging stores mafia-style protection fees, and murdering at will. In this sleepy town that hosts the double deuce, all bend the knee to Brad. Will Dalton fix up the deuce? Will he stick his pretty little fingers where they don't belong? Will he get all high and mighty and decide to murder an entire crime outfit, raw deal style? If this doesn't all connect, who cares? Tits. I mean, how many tits? Give me a lousy 17 million tits to make this movie. I'll make it. And that sounds pretty good. Yeah? You're going to make it? Yeah. Am I, get, <laughs> am, I, am I getting the tits up front? Up front. Okay, cool. Right in the beginning. Nice. Uh, and then no, no more for the rest of the movie. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll give that a three star. Wow. Okay. Let me jot that down, and then we'll hop into test number three, one of my uh, personal favorites. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, what I also need to do is, funny enough, find... Um, well, let's let's uh, let's just discuss what test number three is. It's called the okay. uh, worst dialogue. All so right. if that doesn't explain it, then I don't know what's wrong with you. We're just going to talk about the dialogue and how bad it is. We're going to go in reverse order, though. Ten to one, the top ten worst lines of dialogue in the movie. Let's do test number three, the worst dialogue. The worst movie ever made presents. The worst dialogue ever made. Hooray. Okay, so uh, number 10, and this is like maybe the least egregious. Um, You you remember the, uh, so I've got two things that I just wanted to couple up here. Okay. Do you remember the um, I thought you'd be bigger like tagline that runs through the whole movie? Yeah. That, I mean, that's cliche. So, you know, we'll talk about it again, but. I also don't really understand what they were really trying to do because it's not I, they were saying like, you know, bouncers are usually bigger than that. But like a lot of the guys that are bouncing aren't any bigger than him, you know? Yeah, he's probably like five, eight, five, ten. Right. He's like average yes. height. Maybe he's in he's crazy like shape. Four. Yeah. He knows martial arts. Um, coupled with that, he's also called Miho by Sam Elliott's character like yep. 12 times. And I felt like it was really forced. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Okay, cool. Let's move on to number nine, then. Um, <clears throat> so one of the cronies sent over by Brad Wesley mm-hmm. um, in a group of four, you, know, you remember the scene where they had, like, one of them had, a like, a blade in his boot, and, and uh, Dalton, yeah. like, says to the big guy, like, hey, look at his boot. Yeah, his well, right Dalton boot. And, Dalton and the big guy go over to confront them, and uh, 
they're like, sorry, we don't have any vacancy or whatever. And then the guy's like, oh, yeah? Then what are all these people here doing? And Dalton says back, drinking and having a good time. And then the bad guy says, well, that's why we're here. And then he throws a kick. And Dalton <laughs> catches the kick, right? Yep. And Dalton goes, you're too stupid to have a good time. And then, like, breaks his leg. <laughs> yeah. And then they take the knife boot off and he throws it on the roof. <laughs> uh, number eight, Emmett. That's the uh, guy with the big beard that lets him, like, rent a room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He goes, calling me sir is like putting an elevator in an outhouse. Don't belong. Mm-hmm. No, I, I guess he's right. That, what a weird analogy, though. I feel like if you, it just, it just, it, it felt like mathematically incomprehensible and and yeah, just bothered my brain, you know, because I was like thinking a an elevator is probably bigger than most outhouses. So he's, yeah, you, you I guess fit, he's right. You could fit an outhouse in an elevator. Yes, yeah. you could. I, it just so. felt like it, it felt like putting a moose in a marble sack or something. Like you could have said anything, you know. Yeah. Uh, number seven, bodyguard. Um, that I think his name is Jimmy. Okay. He's the like the big showdown guy. Yeah. Uh, he goes, prepare to die. And Dalton goes, you're such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number six, yeah. uh, Jimmy, the bodyguard follow-ups. He goes, I used to fuck guys like you in prison. That was my favorite line in the movie. I paused it and told <laughs> Stacy about it. <laughs> and uh, made me feel rather conflicted. Yeah. Um, in, in all sorts of ways, I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, clip number one. This is number five in our reverse order. So it's, it's getting there. Um, this one's called That's What They Say. Little run. You're going to have a lot of pain when you get older, darling. You could be crippled if you don't slow down. Yeah, that's what they say. You already know that? No. I just said that's what they say. (laughs) (laughs) That was almost like a, like a, oh, I got you. Like, right? Wasn't that supposed to be super clever, but it really didn't, it just didn't deliver. Yeah, and it's really stupid. I haven't skateboarded since I was 13, and I still have a problem, like, bending my knee sometimes. So, <laughs> right. like, he's not going to be able to walk say. Time 40. Yeah, it's what's right. going to happen. It's a promise. Yeah. Number four, uh, this is Brad Wesley, the bad, big, big baddie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll explain why this is such a dumb line when I'm done reading it. Okay. I thought it'd be fun to fight you, Dalton. I really did. But I just don't have the time. Then he pulls out a gun. Mm-hmm. This is after he fought Dalton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, he already did it. It didn't work. And then he's still spending time on it. <laughs> Number three is uh, Brad again. Okay. This is just before they tussle. He, he, uh, Dalton is hiding behind, like, a bear, a stuffed moose or something. Yeah. I don't know. And uh, Brad's like, I see you found my trophy room. The only thing that's missing is your ass. <laughs> so I pictured... Uh, <laughs> Like if he won the fight, he's got yeah. he's got Dalton's ass just like mounted mounted next to the, the buckhead, just, just a butt <laughs> on the wall. Yeah, come into my buck and butts room. <laughs> Number two, um, and, and, say, and like it'd be like a bottle opener. <laughs> <So you> think... 
<laughs> All right, go on. Oh, man, that's awesome. Uh, number two, just some guy. Um, this is in the beginning. You might remember when the, um, like, the hot blonde that's not the doc that keeps yeah. trying to bang Dalton. She comes up yep. to him, and she's, like, you know, hitting on him or whatever. It's not, well, there's another um, worst acting line that she delivers. It's not that one. But irrelevant. The Some guy next to her goes, hey, vodka rocks. What do you say me and you get nipple to nipple? <laughs> and then she <laughs> she says back, I can do that without you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like when, um, next time I'm visiting Connecticut, we got to get together and go to like a biker bar and just yeah. use these, use these pickup lines from like all these movies. <laughs> just walk up to a chick completely straight face. Hey, you want to go nipple to nipple baby? And just see, see how that goes. See what happens. Yeah. yeah. Just record the punch as it happens. And so like a, one of those GoPro helmets and just see what happens. <laughs> Uh, all right, our number one worst segment of bad dialogue, it usually works out this way, um, is our second clip. And this one is uh, titled Dump Truck. Here we go. That was our drum roll, and here's the dump truck. How'd you like to tell us what the <laughs> fuck's going on? You gonna help us out or not? I'll let you know. You know, I heard you had balls big enough to come in a dump truck, but uh, you don't look like much to me. I'm confused because balls that are big enough to come in a dump truck, that that, that means two different things. His yes. balls are physically so big they need to be delivered on the back of a dump truck, or right. balls so big that he could shoot a load that will fill a dump truck. I think it's more of the, the capacity to fill okay. rather rather than the sheer volume and in, in weight. These are the hard movie. questions we ask on the worst movie ever made podcast. This this is why we wanted to go with number one, because <laughs> You know, this is this is the the kind of lively debate that people come to us for. Yes. You know, for sure. Other than the hard hitting science. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, why don't you guys let us know what you think? Is it to fill the dump truck or is it to um, you know? Oh, I guess fill the dump truck either way with balls yeah. or with semen. You with tell flesh. us with flesh or with yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway. You, you, hey guys, you picked Roadhouse, okay? Yeah. <laughs> no, this, this is getting, this, this is getting hard to listen to. I'm yeah. sorry, it's a little grotesque, but uh, we're moving on to test number four, the worst acting test. So it is exactly that. We're just gonna um, point out all the uh, worst moments of acting in this movie, and uh, we'll go from there. Got a couple clips. We're gonna mix in. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Test number four, the worst acting. Number four, the worst acting. Naturally, we'd use the Catwoman thing for this one. Yeah. The folly of man we are about to explore. Yes, we are. Um, starting with, so there's this guy. I don't know why this bothered me as much as it did, but there's this guy during the like Wild West style brawl at the Double Deuce in the beginning. Yeah. It's 15 and 26 in, and then again at 15, 56. I, I, I didn't have you clip it because it's not enough, but if people are looking, 15 okay. minutes, 25 seconds, and 15, 56. He's just this dude hanging on the bar. Everybody else is beating each other up and throwing bottles and stuff. Yeah. And he's just got his beer bottle, and he's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you remember that guy? 
I do remember. You can't forget oh. that guy. It was like Roger Klotz. Yeah, I've, pretty, yeah, yeah. That yeah. kind of character just really got under my skin, and it was just yeah, like no, nobody acts like that. Nobody. Uh, our third clip, okay, of the day, uh, is called "I Ain't Got Twenty Bucks." Oh, this one's great. Here we go. So he he molested some woman he didn't know and then got the shit kicked out of him. <laughs> yes, that's the kind of movie that we were forced to watch this week yes. for this podcast that we're doing that's slowly rotting our brains away. Yeah. Um, it's actually... I, I forget the line exactly, but um, I th- it's like, are you kidding or something? The guy's like, $10 a kiss. What do you say? And the guy's like, are you kidding me? It's like, <laughs> it reminded me of that guy that was like, I don't know what we're doing here. Anyhow. Anyhow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. We got another clip coming up. A couple more for this segment. Um, this is our fourth clip in total. Number three on the worst acting. It's just, it's called Denise. Oh, yeah. Why won't you look me in the eye, though? I'm shy. You're shocked. If I said look good at my place, then fuck. I ain't gonna kill you. You know, you might even like it. Say goodnight, Denise. Yeah. I just don't believe her at all. No. Moving on. Moving on. Okay, this is not a clip. Um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say that Dalton and uh, Doc physical romance, to put it lightly, because we've yeah. already been pretty gross. Um, terribly awkward. Yeah, yeah. They just they didn't even really seem to like each other. Can I, Can I talk about the demographic? I thought I need to bring up. Is it, I don't want to shit on like a later segment, but I think I knew who this movie was made for. Okay, go for it. You ever read those like beach bum like Harlequin romance novels with like Fabio on the cover? I, I've never read one, but I'm familiar. They have them at like a grocery store on like a rack that spins. Yes, yeah, those. yeah. I think that's the demographic that kept this over thirty percent. Okay, that's totally. So they just want to see like fights and and fucks. Yeah, and it's like like there's like a nine paragraphs describing like the abs of Swayze. Yeah. And yeah. then, and then there's some dialogue and some like light roughing up, and then there's like kissing. <laughs> yeah, there's there's some very um, romantic scenes that just melt your heart here. Aren't yeah. there? Uh, I think you're right because Patrick Swayze has that like New World Fabio feel. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's like Fabio two point two point oh. He's not as yeah. muscular, but like women do tend to like him. 
You'd feel safe with him. He's got a safe. He's got a safe smile. De- definitely. And Let's move on not- before I pour my water on, on myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we'll we'll move it to another clip so that you can do that and cool off. Okay. Uh, this one's called the Dalton Doc Combo. Bullshit. I know exactly who Brad Wesley is. I've seen his kind many times. He keeps taking and taking until somebody <laughs> takes him. It's obvious somebody doesn't have to stand up to him. But you can stop him. Brad Wesley picked me, and when he did, he fucked up. I am only good at one thing, Doc. I never lose. What are you going to win? Who's this for anyway? You doing it for them? I don't think so. You think you're going to save these people from Brad Wesley? Well, who's going to save them from you? (laughs) (laughs) Totally insane. You know how, like, Horror movies get a bad rap for like doing the lightning at the round, like the exact right moment. Perfect which is like, timing. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It, that was that. Um, Unbelievable. But to dive in that into that a little further, Dalton to start is like, I know his kind. I've seen him many times. He's <laughs> like pulling out his words. Fuck like, with the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Like, the way the way he delivers it, I, I forget what else he says, but. It's like he's taking the words and just rolling them over with a rolling pin, you know, just like stretching the dough out. I don't know why, though. Like, I, I don't really understand what that is. And then um, Doc also reminded me of Adrian from the Rocky movies when she's like, yep. Um, what are you even doing all this for? You know, like, yeah. And that Rocky's like, I'm a fighter. That's I'm what scared. I yeah. <laughs> you want to break me? Go ahead. <laughs> you want to break me down? Um <laughs> All right, one more with that is not a clip. Um, And then we're going to go into possibly the worst acting I've ever seen, bar none, period. Okay. Including the girl from Hunter Target. Okay. Dalton in the River, this is not the clip. I'm just going to do this one myself Mm -hmm. um, as quietly as possible. After he kills Jimmy by tearing his throat out, he screams across the river, Wesley! Wesley! (laughs) Wesley! Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. I guess he just assumes Wesley can hear that, or he's so mad he doesn't care. I don't know. Yeah. All Not right. Good. Um, we have two more clips for you. The the um the last of the bad acting though is coming at you right now. This is. I I hope this translates to audio. I never know, but um, we'll yeah. discuss it afterwards to really tell you what happened in this clip. Okay. It's called. Yeah, this one was hard to pick up, but we'll see. Let's do this. Okay. It, it, it doesn't do it justice. Uh, the, yeah. It's the guy Tinker, the like really heavy guy, right? And he's... Yeah. He's about to be hit by a falling polar bear that he could have just moved out of the way of. <laughs> and instead, he, like, looks up at it as if he's got, like, a specific fear of polar bears, whatever the whatever yeah. the name of that is. Um, polar phobia, you know, something yeah. weird. And then he goes, he's like, ah, and then he goes. Yeah. <laughs> it's the weirdest. It's so strange. And then he tries to shoot the stuffed animal to death. 
Yeah, with like a 22. <laughs> Oh my god. You know what it reminded me of? Um remember in uh Jaws three when the guy is like Governor Governor yeah. down the tunnel and he's like yeah. go die and I'll be governor or whatever. It's like so yeah. fucking over the top. Like you're like, what the fuck did they they think they're going for an Oscar or something, right? Yeah. They really must. Oh anyway, um let's you wanna do your ad read so that we can uh transition nicely into our fifth test. Yeah, and uh this ad read uh I'm just going to read it, and I'm going to see if you pick up on this. Cool. <clears throat> Today's episode of The Worst Movie Ever Made is brought to you by the action-packed first-person shooter Redneck Rampage. The game's plot revolves around two brothers, Leonard and Bubba, fighting through the fictional <laughs> town of Hickston, Arkansas, to rescue their prize pig Bessie and thwart an alien invasion. The brothers battle through such locales as a meatpacking plant and a trailer park and battle evil clones of their neighbors. There are also male and female alien enemies. The bosses are the Ashface and the leader of the alien invasion, the Queen Vixen. Power-ups consist of moon pies, pork rinds, and alcohol. A small supply of each can be carried for future use, the two exceptions being pork rinds and delicious goo-goo clusters, which are each used automatically upon being picked up. Each of these power-ups have distinct disadvantages. The more food the character eats, the more flatulent he becomes, represented by a gut meter in the user display making it difficult to sneak up on enemies as the characters move forward and make distinct fart sounds frequently after eating. However, eating food does decrease the drunk meter slightly. Redneck <laughs> Rampage. Chris, <laughs> this is an actual video game that I played when I was a kid. No way! Yes, it, it, it was fucking awesome. Uh, it, I was reminded of the game from this movie, so I figured I'd just read the description from Wikipedia on the air. Oh my god! Yeah, I definitely <laughs> thought you just wrote that yourself. No, that sounds like no. that sounds like something you would you would write. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I wanted to just show that to you. Um, it's yeah. it's they have a sequel called Redneck Rampage: Colon Sucking Grits on Route 66. <laughs> the colon is no coincidence. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, Rob. You know what we need to do is decide whether or not uh, Senseless or Roadhouse had worse dialogue. Oh God. Um could see on one hand senseless like it was pretty put together there was some junk science but the back and forth were good roadhouse had a lot of really cringy like wannabe tough guy stuff going on yeah i agree I, i'm gonna say senseless has worse dialogue but by a very thin margin okay i'll go with that um i'm actually gonna say that senseless also had worse at uh, no i'm gonna all right so i'm gonna go with roadhouse because tinker i think tinker tips the scales uh yeah not not no pun intended uh so i'm gonna go with worse acting for roadhouse you agree yeah no totally um and i'm going to foreshadow a little bit next week we will have a tiebreaker okay for these questions so uh i'll talk about that more later okay um okay cool so let's go into last week i liked the format we did uh test number five before we went into the five Interesting facts. I, I just felt like okay. it was a little less confusing that way. Yeah. Uh, so that's what we're going to do. We're just going to talk about some of, some of the most offensive moments in this movie and try to decide whether it's more offensive than our current season champion, Senseless, which okay. is going to be maybe a hell of a debate. We'll have to, yeah. we'll have to get into it. Okay. So test number five, the most offensive. Damn it. I am tired of being Santa Claus. <laughs> 
You get your together and you get your ass in the damn car. Okay, so there's a whole bunch, but I'm going to give you the highlight reel. Yeah. Um, the, the Bob's are in the beginning that says he's talking to a woman who he's like, he's like basically groping, and he's like, I get off in a half an hour, and I'd just love to get you off a half an hour after that. <laughs> At least he's uh, giving time to shower. Yes, definitely. Um, the $10 a kiss angle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Watching Dalton fuck across the pond in your rocking chair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, trying to get with Dalton's girl, and I'm talking about you, Wade. Yeah. Uh, Brad calls Red a no-good F-word for a homosexual male, and then uh-huh. uh, dra- draft dodger. Yeah. Uh, what was the Denise dance scene? I just want to know like what that was supposed to do. When they are like in a Waffle House, like slow dancing. Yeah, they're in the double deuce after uh, Red's Red Webster's. Uh, that was uh, a double. Okay. Program. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, you wouldn't know. Well, I'll get. There's there's something I'm gonna get into the specifics about in the loopholes. Gotcha. In that scene. Um, but it actually um, it it bolsters the comment you just made about the the Waffle okay. House. Um, and then we got two more uh, unchecked abuses of power. Uh, I mentioned this in the plot pitch, but destruction, explosions, exploitation, and even murder. um, Totally unchecked. And then lastly is a clip, and this will be the last clip of the episode um, called Hands Full. Hands Full, pulling it up right now. Yeah. That girl's got entirely too many brains to have an ass like that. Got your hands full, kid. As a sexual, sapiosexual who's also a Gemini, I find that highly offensive. Yes, same. Uh, <laughs> sapiosexual being someone who's in, uh, attracted to intelligence. Yes. Uh, yes. Um, yeah. Well, then, well, then I, I count myself among them. Um, I don't like the kind of person that is dull for conversation. Like, yeah. I would like you to be both. And um, yeah. I'm offended on behalf of of all women because you you can have a thick brain and a thick ass. It's like not mutually exclusive. (laughs) I I agree. And then saying that, like, that's a lot to have to handle. Yeah. Um, I I would argue that it might be more difficult to handle, um, an attractive woman who doesn't have much of a brain because, um, they tend to be a little less mature emotionally. And therefore you end up getting into, um, you know, he did, arguments that never should have happened yeah you know what i mean that kind of thing and that and that's true the other way too if you're a dumb attractive guy you you tend to get um you know you just those like high school things that you never grow out of the like i'm jealous for no reason and you know whatever else whatever else who you texting yeah like all that all right let's let's hop out of the most offensive before we end up offending um but before we do uh, is this more offensive than senseless? I say no. No, because senseless was like blatantly trying to do the edgy offensive comedy, but it, it missed the part where it was supposed to be funny. So if and you're trying was... to be, 
I'm sorry. Uh, if you're trying to be edgy and you don't land the punchline, then yeah. you're just an asshole. That, that's a good point. I, I was going to say that it is just bar none one of the most offensive movies I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. And it's because if you like, if you pull it off like a good stand-up comedian and it's really funny, then the person who should be offended is instead laughing. If you pull it off, you do South Park. Like they, yeah, yeah exactly. They lambast yeah. fucking everybody, but they do it in a way that just treads the line perfectly and yep. they can get away with it. Whereas census is just like, this is fucking garbage. Yeah, sure. Um, because it was, I mean, it, it deserved yeah. to be like melted and then stuffed under a hill of fake grass forever. Yeah. Uh, this, this next segment was a little difficult this time. It's usually easy and kind of fun to find five interesting facts about roadhouse or whatever the movie is that week. Um, because, uh, you know, I'm reading stuff about the movie anyway. And then when I come across stuff, yeah. I'm like, Hey, why don't I just jot that down for the pot? Uh, this week, not a whole lot of interesting things. Um, so let's, We'll see. We'll see what we take from this. It's probably going to be a okay. little funny. Um, so here we go. Five. Swayze dodged a bullet uh, in this one, meaning mm-hmm. he injured his knee, causing him to take Ghost over Predator Two and Tango and Cash. Mm-hmm. So Ghost is, you know, a f- fucking phenomenally successful movie, right? Yeah. Predator Two, not so much. Uh, yeah. He was going to be Danny Clover's character, I think. And then he, okay. I think he was going to be uh, Stallone's character in Tangle and Cash. Okay. Could have been Kurt Russell's, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but both of those were flops. So because he injured his leg on this one, he was in an incredibly uh, popular movie instead of those two. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah, that works for him. Yeah. Uh, the original tagline for this movie um, wasn't, and we'll see if uh, the audience gets this, but the dancing's over. Now it gets dirty. <laughs> because <laughs> the other movie with those words that he was in yes yes i got it <laughs> all right number three an off-broadway production of this story was made in 2003 here's yeah. the title i swear to god this is the title of the off-broadway production roadhouse the stage version of the cinema classic that starred patrick swayze except this one stars tamak from the 80s cult classic the last dragon 1985 wearing a blonde mullet <laughs> how long is like, the, the, the guy on the marquee like making the sign for that I was probably out there for three days <laughs> getting up letters yeah make, making more sign to put it on <laughs> uh all right number two and this is kind of more of a loophole but uh okay. this wasn't something that i noticed so i put it in here um at 3409 okay. you can actually see a prop man hand read the car part that dalton needed from him so they're supposed to be in the okay. store together alone yeah <laughs> And Red's bending down to like get the antenna, I think it was, yeah. out of the like the box that houses the yep. antenna. And you can actually see it like come up and out of the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to see that, 3409. Um That's funny. Okay. And the number one most interesting fact, not that funny, but the uh the main singer of the band, Jeff Healy, uh actually was blind in real life. I don't know if you knew that. Okay. I didn't. Um he was blind from 18 months old and started playing guitar at three so he is you actually he... go ahead you could, t- you could tell he was really playing the shit out of that guitar i know he's oh, yeah. doing like he's doing like a lap steel and like i know they're miming it for the movie or whatever but like he yeah. was those motions were true like he was yeah, yelling yeah, sure. shit. yeah so he definitely knew what he was doing um so there you go five interesting facts cool 
Test number six, the most cliche. Uh, this has been a lightning round lately because yeah. movies are tropey. We're finding bad movies are very tropey. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to read off every moment of trope and cliche that uh, we noticed in this movie, lightning style, mm-hmm. lightning round style, uh, so that we can pop over to the shit coin. Everyone's favorite bit. I know everybody's chomping at the bit for the shit coin. So yes. uh, let's do test number six, the most cliche. All I've got to say is that moving forward, at the end of the day, it is what it is, and we need to know the only constant is change in these unprecedented times. So let's put our best foot forward and our aces in our places, because we're like a family, and we're in it to win. All right, number one, uh, they start with the great business that Dalton's, you know, in charge of, and then they Mm -hmm. go straight to the double deuce for contrast. Yeah. Number two. The dude that says, I think I can take you to the bouncer who's legendary. And then they go outside yeah. and there's two guys that are ready to take him. Yeah. Um, the I thought you'd be bigger line. Yeah. Super cliche. Uh, everyone knows Dalton. Here's mm-hmm. my question for you. Have you ever heard of a Connecticut bouncer? No, and I, I wanted to bring that up at some point. Um, I've played in like every single bar in Connecticut like no, not even exaggerating like from from Colchester down to like Stanford like I played right so if anybody would no. yeah I never <laughs> there, oh there, there's 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 Billy Wheelbarrow over there like just coming down the pike like I never there's nobody there's no one you, you just there, there's like a bars have new GMs like every three days because they yeah. fucking get fired or gamble all the money away on sports so it's just okay. they're gone well, good, because I haven't either, and I figured you would have. Yeah. Um, his dark past. Uh-huh. The Wild West brawl I mentioned. hmm No cops. Yeah, that, was, that really fucking bothered me. Yeah. The expediated car sale when he's just, like, looking at it, and then he's like, I'll take it. Yeah. His farmhouse fortress of solitude. Uh-huh. It'll get worse before it, get, it gets better, excuse me. Yeah. <clears throat> he says... The rich guy is a total asshole. Yeah. Shirtless martial arts practice. Slow motion, too, yeah. <laughs> He's a philosopher, of course. Yeah. Man, search for faith, the faith, that kind of thing. Yeah. Bad guy randomly picks a goon for an ass kicking. Yeah. <clears throat> Everybody pays Brad Leslie. Yeah. Dalton's such a good person. Um, that he gives the guy uh, at the diner tonight's rent for the homeless guy falling asleep. Yeah. Boo. Uh, the 80s spandex aerobics. Yep. No amount of money will he take to be bought off. Yep. Red is her uncle. Yep. Wesley's in love with the doc. Yep. He's got a mentor. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, I almost clipped this one, but the exposition express in the diner when uh, Sam Elliott's character, uh, Wade, is like, she never even told you that she was married. Yeah. And then he's like, I didn't have to go as far as, you know, whatever. And then Sam Elliott's like, when somebody puts a gun to your hip, there's two choices. You die or you kill. You know, something like. Yeah. Super, like, just in case you didn't think Patrick Swayze was a good guy yet. Uh, the Bodyguard mm-hmm. 1 versus 1 showdown. Yep. The Joker-style ultimatum of Docker Wade. Mm-hmm. The All-Out War 1 versus 10, very Schwarzenegger. Yep. The Okay, I like this one. The gas pedal jammed trick. 
we'll talk. I'm gonna talk about that later. I think. Um, okay. But cool. yes, yes, no, hundred percent. He gets the girl. Yep. And lastly, stormtroopers. Yeah, many stormtroopers. Many, many, many. Um. Okay, so I'm going to write down the score, and then we'll uh, we'll talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. Let's do the shit coin. All right. Uh, so what we do here is we um t- we get bothered a lot on Instagram by people who are trying to basically sucker us into giving them uh, our money uh, so that they can quote unquote invest it in um, Bitcoin. But that's obviously not what they're trying to do. Uh, So, you know, I I tend to fuck with them and Rob reads their, um, their dialogue, which is usually funnier than mine. Um, (laughs) Actually. So as soon as you're ready, Rob, play that bumper and we'll get into it. All right, let's do it. Okay, so I am playing the role of Ian H.E. Vault. I guess it's like a gold vault. Um, yes. <laughs> it looks like I posted a story saying I'll be giving away $500 to five people who urgently needs it. DM your cash app tag. And then I said, what's your cash app tag? So I say to start because I was actually at work. Sorry, have to use the kitchen counter for all communication. I'll be at work and unable to attend this meeting today. I'll have to talk to you tomorrow or Monday morning. I don't understand. And then I said, hello? Hi, how are you? Just hanging in my kitchen. I've been hopping, uh, I've been hoping to hear from you uh, for some time now. Yeah, I'm sorry. I saw your text, but I was on a call with my couch who's (laughs) teaching me how to trade and make money from what I trade his and crypto investor. So what are you up to right now? Just staring at my built-in kitchen counter tablet, you. That's my only Wi-Fi enabled device at the present. But hey, it's got Angry Birds. I'm about to purchase Bitcoin and trade and wait to receive my profit. The last time I tread 1,000, it gave me 5,000. <laughs> I am purchasing Bitcoin now in my cash app to trade again. I am impressed by that. Oh, his and Elper, who I believe God sent to my life this new year. God has a strange way. I can give you his Instagram. You can trade with him also to make profit. They have a company. Just tell him I refer you to him. God? Then I reply to the God has a strange way thing saying, yes, he really does. I can't trade with God, silly. Not God. You mean the helper? Yes. Ah, his and helper. Got it. Misread that. Houston, it's, Texas? I'm sorry. It's right. That's right. That's the next part. Yeah. Houston, Texas. I? Yeah. You? You? Question mark. No, not me. You. Houston. You? Yes. Houston, Texas. That's me, too. How about you? Where? I'm from is Houston. Where are you from, too? Texas, I am. I mean, I now go to Texas A&M. But from originally Houston, home of the Bears. All right. High school team, Bears. Whoop, go Bears. What was your high school team? Football, I mean. What if I tell you I wasn't in any team, LOL? Oh, did your high school have a team? LOL, I will let you know this maybe tomorrow or next when I can ask my (laughs) friend if and what it's called. Your high school? The team name. 
what's the high school? I would know. I played basically every high school in Houston. You must be a good player. I played power forward. Nice. I have to attend to something right now. LOL. I think I got you. You got me? How? I don't think you're from Houston. Then go take a look at my page. Check my post. LOL. You're one post. Yeah. (laughs) I posted my location at the top, so check my one post. You don't have, uh, you don't know a single high school in Houston? Why won't I? Name one. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3. I don't understand. 2, 1, and do some research, dork. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess I decided to get a little mean with that one. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> hey, but you know, you got to change it up for the uh, the listener. Yeah. All right, let's do uh, test number six or uh, seven, rather, and it's our last test. Okay. Let and me then we'll get it. We'll do some fun stuff. So this one's called uh, Worst Graphics. Okay. Lit- these uh, movies lately haven't had a whole lot to discuss no. in this category. Um, basically, basically, Sorcerer's Apprentice was like, uh-huh. just threw this whole thing out of whack because their yeah, graphics really were so good. It, it was like, what the hell's going on here? Um, so to compare going from there was a little difficult. And now we're, we're doing movies where there are no graphics. Yeah. But I will, um, I will discuss some things here in test number seven, the worst graphics. Welcome to test number seven. The worst graphics. Okay. Number one, as always, good explosions, but I wrote, yeah. who cares at this point? Number yeah. two, the leg Dalton breaks. I just wrote, ha, 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 because yeah. I legitimately found that really funny. Yeah. It, it looks like, you know, when, uh, when like, a dog has, like, a fake arm holding a cigar or something? Yeah, like, uh, like the, the insult comic dog on Conan. Yeah, sure. Like, yeah. the arm obviously does not match up with the body. Yeah. That's the the leg that they threw at Dalton, like so obviously didn't match the angle of the body that yeah. it was laughable. Um I thought the guys like the rich guy house was cool. I give them credit yeah. and a hard target, so we're not here, right? Yeah. Um I thought the throat rip looked like shit when he did it. Jimmy. It looked real bad. Yeah, they only showed it for a minute, but uh the car explosion at the end, yeah. All right, all right. Uh, there was a knife throw in the end battle that looked like crap. It kind of looked like the knife yeah. was on a rope or something. Yeah. Um, there was good and bad choreography, I thought, throughout. Couldn't yeah. really get a sense of whether I thought it was impressive or not. They had just, just the right amount for you to be like, yeah, okay. Like, you, you know, if, if there was like 10% more action, you'd start calling shit out, I think. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, and then lastly, I wrote, uh, and I just, I basically gave them a demerit for this. I said, I couldn't read the credits. So fuck that. Yeah. Like I legitimately couldn't. I had a really hard time getting our, uh, bad credit names. Okay. Uh, what's your sense on which one's worse, uh, graphics wise, senseless or roadhouse? I guess senseless. Cause like they had okay, like glowing weird shit, but roadhouse had real explosions. So yeah. All right, so, so we'll go, we'll give, good because it was real. So we'll give the nod um, to Roadhouse. So senseless as we're worst graphic. Yeah, yeah, they had the benefit of many many years as well. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think what was senseless two thousand 
No, it was 98. Oh, yeah, that's right. 98. Okay, so it had nine years. That's yeah, it's a good long time. Yeah, so fuck. Uh, plus, I hate that movie. Yeah. All right, you wanted to do uh, the loopholes? Yeah, let's go for it. Cool. All right, so uh, what we do here is we just talk about the all the stupid shit that doesn't fall under the umbrella of any of our tests. Uh, there's plenty that needs to be said about these movies that are terrible but uh, aren't testable um, little factoids, kind of more gray matters. So yeah. we're going to get into that now. Um, <clears throat> the what do I look like, your, uh, your valet guy outside of uh-huh. like, whatever. He's from Weird Science. I don't know if you've ever seen that. He's got a really cool voice. That was a weird movie, but yeah, I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he's like, what do I look like, your valet? Yeah, yeah. so I'm like, his crazy voice. Um. Hey, Terry Funk is back, dude. He we had him in Over the Top. That's right. Yeah, he's yeah. a bodyguard in Over the Top. Um, I just want to stress one more time: there are no police ever. Yep. Uh, I'm thinking, don't steal right in front of Dalton if you're the bartender. Yeah. He takes the twenty dollar bill out of the tender at right and yeah. and like turns in the direction of Dalton as he yeah. places it in his pocket dalton looking at him four feet away yeah uh the fight towards the beginning where dalton smacks the guy's head against the table yep the singer uh jeff whatever healy jeff healy i think it was Mm -hmm. um after everybody's like super impressed and staring at patrick swayze like wow you know yeah and you hear the song who's that guy you know the background the singer's like the name's dalton and everybody starts clapping like like everybody was waiting to find out like like it was his job to, to announce him or something it was yeah. really awkward <laughs> um and then oh actually i didn't i don't think i mentioned this but then a little later the us i think the singer also introduces wade garrett yeah yeah when they're outside he's like that's wade garrett yeah <laughs> yeah that's right kid um okay the pool party yeah so it was awkward and it got me thinking you know how they all come out at the same time Mm -hmm. did they all gather in the house and wait for that very last person to show up before they all literally started stripping and running out the the back door yeah that's a good point (laughs) right don't pool parties like kind of start and you just like kind of go by the pool whenever you want yeah and then like one cool guy just comes running in and cannonballs into the water fully clothed and you're like oh my god that's so crazy your phone Whoa. might be in your pocket uh, uh. Dude, that dude's yeah. nuts fucking psycho uh, I, I wanted to mention that nobody ever does ragdoll like effects correctly nope. so there there are knockouts in this um, movie aplenty yeah. and they always fall like gently to the ground um are Doc and Dalton dry humping? Because th- this is a thing in movies that we I don't think we've talked about yet. But dress goes up, and then it's implied yeah. that they're doing the hunka chunka. Yeah. Um, but he's he's got pants on still. Yeah, and then there's also a scene in the beginning where he sees one of his workers having sex on his break or whatever. Yeah. And then when the guy, like, pulls out and, like, pulls his, like, underwear up, like, he's presumably limp. Yeah, so I, I guess <laughs> I, maybe maybe Dalton's just that frightening. I guess. Uh, how many times can you send a group of henchmen and have them all lose to this one guy uh, yeah. before you decide to send every fucking person at once? Uh, 
so I love the part when they're outside where Dalton gets punched like easily 20 times in the stomach by Terry Funk and he's completely undamaged. Not even winded. No. Um, and then Wade comes out while he's getting punched and then like starts talking shit instead of helping his friend who's getting punched. He just like lets him get punched more. Um, here's a good one. Dr. Clay. That's, uh, the doc um, mm-hmm. left the diner alone. You remember? She like yeah. puts her, throws her coat over her arm, grabs a purse, and just like gives him a kiss. Yeah. Walks out the door. They drove her there. <laughs> they did. <laughs> yeah. I hope it's not a long walk. Uh, Getting one of those 1989 home. Ubers. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. So, so this is the thing that um that goes to your point about the Waffle House, right? Okay. So the reason that I think it wasn't it didn't really translate that it was a double deuce is because when Denise does the dance routine, the the mm-hmm. whole dance floor is completely empty and there's nobody in there. Yeah. It's just like a band and she's dancing. And then the dance floor is full of tables and people immediately after Denise's dance. That's I thought they were in a different location. Like it just yeah. in my head, it made me think they're on a different soundstage. It was definitely a mistake. Yeah. Like they shouldn't have had right. So um I wanted to mention that there that Jimmy does a pool cue catapult uh, in the style of Robin and Batman and Robin. Yep, onto the stage. <laughs> um, how did the entire town know to show up at the car dealership? This is what you were saying about Sensel. Like the, the, their world is so small. Like because mm-hmm. you find out that like Double Deuce is right next to the auto dealership. I mean the, the car repair place, and then Patrick Swayze or um um fucking dustin uh i forgot his name darwin dustin what's what's his character's name dalton dalton yeah dalton is dalton is staying at a barn like across the lake from like the main nemesis like everybody has eyes on (laughs) it's too small of a world it is far too small i agree that is a uh commonality in bad movies we're finding yeah um no consequences for that um right so yeah here here's another little bit that we're gonna do this week it's it's totally um totally unique so we're probably not going to do this or anything like this again maybe we maybe we'll develop something else like this we're going to give it a shot and see if you guys like this so if you remember um i think it was red goes up to the guy whose dealership was just destroyed Mm -hmm. and he's like you have coverage right yeah so that got my mind like kind of going and i texted rob and i was like hey rob let's play a little game um and i said something like i'm the guy whose uh shop just got destroyed (laughs) <laughs> so let's do a little role play. Uh, so we're going to read that conversation for you. Um, we, we believe that this is about accurate, right? Um, yeah. To, to how it must have gone to try to file that claim. So I'm going to start as a guy whose dealership was just destroyed. And Rob is the, um, the broker, say. Cool. Hey, I'd like to file a claim. Sure. What's your policy number or EIN? 075183V. Is there a suffix? Should be three letters. Oh, my sincerest. Dash BM. Verify home address, please. 1718 Mallard Net Circle, no city or state available. Okay, that tracks. What's good? So this guy who has the police in his pocket had one of his many, many henchmen drive his street-legal monster truck through my dealership. He destroyed my display of seven new Fords fully equipped. I just wanted to make sure that I chose the evil millionaire destroys display room coverage in my policy last year. Uh, yes, you did, and at a discount because you did it during our Rocktoberfest. <laughs> How many henchmen was it again total? That'll determine your deductible. 
Oh, right. Well, well there were four uh, and the millionaire himself. I've decided to forgive Tinker, though, a polar bear fell on him. And you didn't provoke this in any way yourself, did you? We're not talking wrong place, wrong time, but rather you didn't actively encourage any of this behavior, did you? Like you didn't tickle anybody you shouldn't have or anything like that? Honestly, I have a walrus-style mustache. Maybe in your den after getting White Castle on a Thursday? <sighs> Never on a Thursday, sir. I'm, I'm insulted. Well, late night, so technically Friday. I'm sorry if I have insulted you. I just have to read all the prompts or we can't proceed. Uh, I understand. No. No, I haven't. Okay, that's good to know. So your policy is up to date, but unfortunately you checked off the evil billionaire box. So we have two options. You need to either retroactively pay the difference in premiums or what I would suggest, which is have a montage with the millionaire after befriending him, elevating his finances, and then technically you could just use the policy you have now. All depends on how quickly you need this claim file. What's the difference in premiums, roughly, like the coarse hairs above my front chompers? That was a mistake from misreading earlier. The difference is actually really only $3. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll see if I can get a television crew in to film he and I together after I take him fishing. Taking the more practical approach, I see. Good choice. Maybe I can get him indulging in some illegal activity on film in the process. Thanks for your help. That'll be all. No survey. <laughs> uh so yeah i think that was pretty accurate that's about how it would go down <laughs> yeah no absolutely <laughs> all right um so moving on send jimmy your number one and all of the henchmen at dalton at once that's what i say if murder doesn't yeah. matter you know yeah uh he commits murder right yep the old hungarian throat rip the hungarian throat rip <laughs> uh <laughs> So, the ultimatum, right? Uh-huh. I'll kill your friend, uh-huh. you know, that guy that I hate, or the woman that I'm in love with. Your choice. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think he's going to do? Yeah. Um, if you're Wesley and the cops are in your pocket, report mm-hmm. the murder of Jimmy. Yeah. Okay, movie yeah. over. Uh, Dalton becomes a spree killer. Yep. <clears throat> Brad's fucking throwing spears, this guy. Yeah. They never <laughs> once mentioned like wild game hunting until like the very end of the third <laughs> act. So we had no idea he possessed that skill set. No, but he's hucking spears like, yeah. like a madman. All right. This is the last one I got. Why does Doc want to be with him in the end? Uh, he's not just a murderer now. He's a certifiable lunatic and... Yeah. They're just like skinny dipping together. It's the thing that pissed me off is like the the third act. Like I was looking at the like I I try not to watch the progress bar on the movie. I like just like kinda like letting it end without me knowing like when it's ending, like you're supposed yeah. to. But yeah. I clicked it and I was like, How the hell are they gonna wrap this shit up in ten minutes? Yeah, exactly. And then, like, I know, like, three or four of those minutes are credits. So, like, how are they going to wrap this up in six minutes? Yeah, true. It's unbelievable. And then well, like, it just didn't make sense. No, it didn't, because you, you'd expect there to have to be some kind of resolution Yeah. Um, to the she doesn't like that you literally killed somebody issue. Yeah. Especially now that you killed nine more. And then, like, the, the first guy he killed, he kind of floated across the lake while yelling, fuck you. 
Yeah, right. As she's like, <laughs> as she's like trying to get away as fast as possible. Yeah. Lest she be murdered, also. Yeah. Uh, but then you know they're just having some hot pond sex at the end. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, why don't we do your movie review? Can I uh, just throw one in? I, I have oh. two really quick ones actually. Oh, okay. Do your two, and I've I've got one more that I skipped, and I I like. Okay. It, so you mentioned like the brick on the um on the on the fucking gas on the car. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So. Most car, if you don't have straight axles, which that car has been beaten to shit like twenty times in this movie. Yeah. Um. If first of all, if you want like your car to stay true towards the target, you can't just floor it because you're gonna start skidding left and right. That's a on, good point. And if your alignment's fucked up, and you're gonna go yeah. off in some completely different direction. Yeah. Um. So you need to go. Yeah. Gradually go like zero to sixty or however fast, like over <laughs> the amount of time. But if you're just jamming a brick on the gas, that's not gonna happen. So um, that car would not have stayed true. It's it's even more improbable because it's not a brick. It's a it's like a commando knife. Yeah. That he was somehow able to to pierce a fucking gas pedal with. Yeah. So hard that he stuck it to the metal on the other side of the pedal. Yeah. How the car not fly off when he was trying to do that? I don't. I have. I I legitimately have no idea. I don't think Schwarzenegger in his commandoist could have yeah. used a commando knife in that way. Okay, so real quickly, yeah. bass player was playing through a Marshall stack. That would have—that's a guitar amp. He would have blown the shit out of it. Oh, um, nice, good call. And then I, the last thing is, so he asked for five grand up front and five hundred dollars a day. I did the math out, assuming a five-day work week. That's yes. one hundred thirty-five thousand dollars. Holy shit! You want to fix your bar up? You don't blow that much on salary. You just hire some contractors, make it like a really nice-looking place that. That kind of people don't want to hang out at, and then your yeah. problem's solved. And call it the triple deuce. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, my last one, because uh, I yeah. missed this one. Everybody entered the unspoken agreement to murder Brad together. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yep. Uh, so now, do you want to do your movie review? Yeah, let me pull it up real quick. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure who this movie is for. On one hand, there's the whole small business versus the super rich real estate mogul or something. On the other hand, there's the drifter with the heart of gold who wins the heart of a hospital worker or something. There was action, but most fighting was centered around slow motion montages of Patrick Swayze doing aerobics. I don't know if you've ever read one of those beach bum romance books with Fabio on the cover, but this movie really gave off that vibe. I think that's who this movie was for. There were fleeting shots of titties but they were just like part of the scenery rather than the main point of focus. The main point of focus was Swayze's tight ass and the gin, the wind gently blowing through his chestnut hair, his smile, <laughs> his charm, his bad boy persona hidden beneath the nice boy facade, a solid 1.3 stars. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, dude, let's do uh, bad credit names. Okay. This was, um, another, another disappointing badge. Actually, I was really looking forward okay. to the bad credits on this one. Cause I thought there must be a ton of good ones. Yeah. But there really wasn't. That coupled with the fact that I couldn't read them. Yeah. Uh, the Return of Oscar Mitt. Okay. This guy's all over the place. Uh, there was a guy named Tiny Ron. Okay. And then a guy named Dave Too Tall Walkman. <laughs> uh, okay. Red West. Yeah. Plays Red Webster. Okay. <laughs> That's not, good thing they uh, altered his last name there a little bit. Yeah. We have another return. Okay. The return of Tommy Tom Tomlinson. 
<laughs> that's, that's the best name in our entire run. Like, we're, we're, this, is our, this is our 30 second episode, and that's the best name by far. Uh, Sunshine Parker. Okay. Chino Fats Williams. Okay. Marvin Corky Barker. Okay. And then last one, and it's not even a name. Uh, there was a song on the soundtrack called Hoochie Coochie Man. Okay. Yeah, that, that tracks. <laughs> yeah. You'd think it was Hard Target. Yeah. Um, okay, let's compare the movie, and then we'll uh, talk about our, our uh, closing uh, stuff, and, and, we'll, okay. and then we'll go home. Sounds uh, good. Senseless. Uh, the Worst of Its Kind was a negative 65.4. Okay. And it was The Worst of Its Kind. All right. Uh, Roadhouse was not at a negative 24.2, so Senseless takes the first. Um, you would not, you did not agree to make the, um, the plot of senseless into a movie and you gave it a one star. Yeah. You gave roadhouse a three star and you said you would make it. Yeah. So senseless wins that one and dialogue as well. We agreed that the dialogue of senseless is worse than roadhouse. Okay. Roadhouse takes a swing back with a, um, yes, it's overact. Uh, it's acting is worse. Yeah. However, Senseless is more offensive than Roadhouse, so it's currently four to one. Okay. Uh, Roadhouse is more cliche by twice as much. Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah, so four to two. Uh, not that it matters, but the graphics were worse for Senseless in our estimate. So it's actually five to two um, in favor of Senseless, which I agree Senseless is a much yeah. worse movie uh, yeah. than this one. Uh, so the worst current movie of season four uh, is Senseless. And next yep. week. Yeah, who it was neck and neck when I checked. Okay, next week, um, by two votes, uh-huh. we are doing Hard to Kill. Okay. But, but this is extra good, and I, I uh, foreshadowed earlier, because our friend Bob Hasick of think underscore in underscore movie underscore scenes on Instagram is coming back. He's Hell going yeah. to be... Yeah, our guest for next week, and I'm glad because I I don't know about you, but I've never seen Hard to Kill. I I haven't seen most or any actually uh, Steven Seagal movies. I I really haven't seen. Maybe, dude, maybe this is an untapped source for us. Maybe we maybe we'll strike oil here because I really haven't seen much of his either. It's one of those things. It was like on TNT in the background while I was playing like Need for Speed on my computer. Like I I, sure. I know I'm familiar with like the rhythms of it, but I never sat down like, oh, I gotta check this shit out. Yeah, I mean, I imagine I know exactly what's going to happen in this movie. Yeah, already. Um, but I can't say that I surely do because I haven't seen it. And my cousin Todd, um, who I, I I'm sure I've uh, shouted him out before, but he's a fan of the show, and um, he messaged me about uh, Steven Seagal. So okay. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go into uh, his history. He'll probably do some five interesting facts uh, okay. on Steven Seagal or something like that. Uh, but apparently, Todd had told me, because Todd did uh, a lot of martial arts growing up, mm-hmm. uh, and as an adult, I'm sure, but uh, he told me that Steven Seagal is kind of a joke, um, at least comparatively, because he said that he is the world's only like martial, real martial arts action hero. Yeah. Apparently, and so uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme apparently challenged him twice. Yeah. two separate occasions to fight uh, because he is a European like martial arts tournament champion. Yeah. Is Van Damme and uh, Seagal 
uh, ducked out of that twice. Yeah, and I also heard that Seagal once was giving lip to, like, someone on the set of one of his movies about, like, how to do a chokehold, and then they did it on him and he shit himself. <laughs> no way. I gotta um, find it. I'll, I'll find the um, account of what happened, and I'll bring it in next week. Right. Um, I, yeah, I'd mentioned to my cousin, though, that um, I had heard that, at least in his early career, that Seagal was a uh, actually, like, well-practiced, like, knew what he was doing. I, I forget what it was. Akimbo, maybe, he said. Okay. Um, but he actually, like, ran a dojo, like, in Japan or something, where okay. he, where he, like, was the only American to ever have done it before. Like, he really was <laughs> credentialed in the beginning, but then he just, like, got lazy and, like, yeah. put on weight, and then like you can look up Steven Seagal like martial arts performances now and it's the kind of stuff where he just like waves his hand and people fall over <laughs> you know what I mean they come charging at him and he just yeah. goes eh, you know and just like <laughs> fall sideways uh so it's all bullshit now um yeah. but anyway we're doing hard to kill uh and Bob Asik will be joining us again which uh, I'm excited about because it's always a great episode um so why don't we I'll, I'll plug the social you plug the audio yeah um, so check us out. I'm trying to be more active on, on, uh, Twitter, on Reddit. Um, I really am not doing much on TikTok because the only people that ever add me are bots anyway. So if, yeah. um, I think that's a sign that our audience is a little older than the teeny boppers on TikTok. But if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. prove me wrong, follow us, ask for content there and we'll make it. Um, for the most part, we're putting content up on Instagram. Um, we like to post three, four five times a week. Uh, check out our stories, check out our posts, like, um, follow, please. And um, thank you so much for listening. Tell your friends. People on TikTok are putting McDonald's ice cream cones in their soda and they're thinking they invented it. Yeah, that's uh, that's creative. That's, really yeah. creative. Okay. So you can find us at uh, worstmovieevermade at gmail.com. <laughs> and our podcast <laughs> can be heard on Spotify, Anchor FM, um, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Pocket Cast and Google Play. If you have your own podcast app like Overcast or Podcast Addict or something like that, you can find the RSS feed on anchorfm.com and you can just put that in your podcast app and listen to it there. And uh, nice. next, it's called what? Hard to Kill, right? We're watching next week? Hard to Kill. All right. Well, guys, I will, uh, I'm going to get the theme music rolling and we're going to get out of here, okay? Let me just go ahead and pull this up. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, no. Sorry, my bad. Here we go. See ya. Yeah.